Let's welcome everybody in to the Real Kipper and Born show on this special edition, Friday, ah. Swedish edition of the Real Kipper and Born show, 5 p.m. Eastern here. Usually we fall into the four to six. That's not the case today as we just watched the Toronto Maple Leafs really stun the Red Wings in yeah. Sweden with a third period rally that I'm sure has Steve Eiserman and Chris Draper scratching their heads. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee, Derek Brandeo, and Jen Rolnick with you for the rest of the hour here in the Leaf edition. And then we go into a national edition at 6 p.m. local here. Uh, you can always download our podcast wherever you get to uh, your platforms. And remember to text us 59590. And, of course, we can officially call this Off the Rails Friday yes. as we will have Doug McLean at some point yeah. today to talk about everything that we witnessed so far this afternoon. JB, yeah. uh, it wasn't looking pretty in, I'd say, what, 40-plus minutes. Yeah. And then it's as if, shall I say, the... Uh, the Jägermeister wore off. <laughs> Do you guys ever have Jägermeister? Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Uh, lots. <laughs> yeah, far too much in my so, life. It, I would say it's by, <laughs> so by far my favorite thing. I, sure, I've never Jägermeister. had Jägermeister in my life. What? But, what does that even mean? But No, what it means is I never had it until a Swedish defenseman oh. named Callie Johansson yeah. uh, ordered a tray of them. Okay, mm. yeah. And... Uh, yeah, oh dear. H- hardly have ever visited it since. Yeah. But freezing cold, but really <laughs> cold. Oh, yeah. Cold. yeah. It's a nice beverage. Uh, it was it, it, I'm getting thirsty, boys. It, <laughs> it looked in those first 40 minutes that the Jägermeister must have been flying all week long because yeah. that was a dog's breakfast of a hockey game for two periods. That was, yeah, that was ugly. First off, a little note just that it, it was historic. That was the first Maple Leafs game ever not played in North America. So kind of cool. To come on air after that and be a part of sort of a historic yeah. Leafs broadcast here yeah. on Sportsnet. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't great. You know, every, all the hype and the buildings packed and the Willie Nylander show, and it was ugly. And I know we're going to get to how amazing Willie and his line were in the third period, but Willie was not his finest self for so the early portion of that game. It just wasn't anything happening. Halfway through the game, the shots were 10-10. So it took a little while for everything to sort of connect and, and get flowing. I would say that was by far... The worst William Nylander has looked all season, and he finishes with three points, <laughs> know, including the game, <laughs> including the game time, game time goal on the power play sets up one of the game winners. It's yeah. just like yeah. I don't know. Can we can we kind of uh, give him a break a oh, little bit? Yes, on, uh, on uh, yeah. everyone he knows hey, in attendance watching. That's a lot of pressure. If by chance they didn't have the comeback, uh, what were your thoughts if they would have just kind of finished the game like they started for the first forty minutes? Would you have? Still maybe said, it's... Cut him slack then? Cut him slack then? Uh, I don't know. Or did did the third period absolutely save their bacon? The only reason we're talking about this, because at at intermission we were having the conversation where Sammy had said going into this game, Nylander is going to be one of two things. He's going to be unbelievable or he's going to be awful. And And yet again, I was wrong. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Being neither of those things, he was not great until he really took over the game the play he makes to set up Bertuzzi changes the entire game, yeah. right? And it's the type of play only yeah. he can make 
where he gets that touch up high and shakes a guy. We, we've seen that 10, 15 times yeah. already this season. Yeah, and, and just controlled the pace, and everyone gets pucks there, and it will, and he makes a pass, and Bertuzzi is where you'd like Bart Bertuzzi to be for that line to work, and all of a sudden, the Leafs go get a scent for it, and then I don't know if Detroit stopped playing, if they were worn out on the tail end of a back-to-back, or if the Leafs just started getting hungry, but... It was over yeah. from, from then. You, you pointed out to me during that play that he made to, to tie it up when he passed it over to Bertuzzi that 99.9% of guys in the NHL just try to force that on net when he's at the hash marks. He has a moment to and shoot he makes it the, the cut the towards circle. the corner yeah. where it's like that's just elite vision, gets it across to Bertuzzi who had his best game as a Leaf, and then there you go. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's... That's why I guess William Nylander's going to be really rich. You must have loved the Bertuzzi uh, cause of the turnover on Justin Hall. Justin Hall looks like bad Justin Hall for a moment. Leafs fans probably went, oh, right, that guy. Yeah. Nice to be on the other end of that, I'm sure, for Leafs fans. Yeah. A lot of people would have thought for for Bertuzzi playing against uh, an old team uh, that he would have come out uh, uh, gangbusters, but that wasn't the case, and... It's as if that one play, the one play to Tavares could possibly change his season. You think so? Yeah, I do. I do because it is right in his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. It's what you're paying five. It's what you want five, to be. Go get a puck and a four. Check five million dollars. That is him. Mm-hmm. And it, it just hasn't been around. I am curious, uh, Kip, if... You know, Bertuzzi, good Bertuzzi, kind of looks like exactly what could make Willie and Tavares work. Because Willie and Tavares typically haven't controlled play when they've been out there together. They haven't even outscored their opposition typically. Mm-hmm. But with Bertuzzi, good Bertuzzi, if there's someone else to be at the net, someone else to forecheck, like, could he be the guy that we go, maybe Bertuzzi's not destined for Matthews and Marner. Maybe this is the right spot for him. Uh, if... If he's able to make those those tight plays, uh, and it was like the total package, so you got the the physical Bertuzzi, yeah. and then you've got the one that can make a quick play within what five seven feet, those yeah. those short passes, which he is known for. Yeah. Then with a guy like Tavares, who's always sniffing around the blue paint, it should it sh- there's no reason why that recipe can't work. Yeah, yeah, and we saw it. Interesting because I think if you broke down the full game, Matthews and Marner, not much of a showing tonight out of that line, eh? Like, I really didn't get much there. Not much of the third line. Really just kind of got... Yeah. Kind of a pretty ho-hum game. Yeah. That they, the Leafs just pulled out. Yeah, and we've seen this a lot over the past few years with this team, where it's like yeah. they don't really have a whole lot going into the third period, and then they have four guys on their team who make a lot of money who just were like, all right, well... Yeah. We're going to put this on our back and score, and that's worked in the regular season. You know, we've had the conversation, the playoffs a little bit, yeah. but like, it, it does work in the regular season that skill takes over. The, the one thing that I was kind of reminded again when it comes to the Leafs in, in those first 40 minutes is I just don't think they, they pass the puck very well. Yeah. And, yes, they've got amazing world-class talent, yeah. and it usually is a great individual effort. Like we saw on Willie Nylander to start, yep. where it's just this world-class skill takes over, one-on-one scenario, beat a guy with your edges. But when it comes to moving and passing the puck, I thought 
Detroit for the first 40 minutes. They they weren't great at passing the puck either in the first two it periods. Like two but they were better. Played a ton. But yeah. they were better. I guess they played the day before, which might have helped. So yeah. is this just the way it's going to be for Leaf fans watching a typical game like this where you could be frustrated for long periods of time and then you have your fingers crossed? Come on, let the world ta- talent uh, take over. Yeah. Please let the world talent yeah. take over. Let's you know, I great, actually, great observation. <laughs> I actually think it is a really good observation about the Leafs, though. You know, after we've had some of these conversations, you know, I I have a- access to a couple of different, like, sites for stats and stuff. And the Leafs are not a team that passes the puck a ton. Their best guys, like John Tavares, passes the least of the core four. He is an around-the-blue-paint, get-the-rebound. His yeah. assists come off, generated shots, shows. rebounds. I, I really don't remember a lot of passes ever no he'll make like one around the net yeah. to someone or something but not a ton of passes willie would prefer to shoot it matthews would prefer to shoot it and those are the guys who have the puck the bulk of the game for them right now according to stathletes they're 21st in the nhl in passes so you know they pass they pass the puck considerably less than tampa bay vegas vancouver you know and detroit seventh in the nhl a team that does pass the puck a little more so there is real merit to that observation okay um not a lot happening up until uh, what a, a span of what a couple minutes between a goal that we thought was scored by Mitch Marner. Most yeah. of us, hey, for the first time, I think in in three years we've watched a game together. I, honestly, by the way, yeah. I mean, we we went yeah. in person. Not, I don't think we've just sat and watched a game together. I, I'm before. not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> like I don't I don't know if I ever want to do it again. <laughs> I thought I thought. It was a good night. I enjoyed it. I thought you talked a little too much. Oh, what was I saying? What was I saying? You just need to hang on now. Hang on now. You're the guy who's in contact with the situation room every time a play happens. Honestly, just for the people out there, a goal goes in. Four calls. They're like, what you think of the goal, Kipper? He's like talking to (laughs) seven people. (laughs) You're talking to the ref? Who are you in touch with? Just everybody. Everybody wants to call me. I don't know why. Everyone's at home going, what did Kipper think? And your phone blows up the second a puck goes in the net. It's a good conversation with Sammy in the background. Uh, that's me. That's me. But yeah. listen, I'm a chirper. I, I'll go home and I'll sleep over it. You know, on it. Consider watching again. Yeah, <laughs> consider watching another hockey game with Next you. Next sleepover we all have. <laughs> <laughs> Bring our PJs. Oh, watch way, a I, game. I did. I did go find snacks for us. I know. That was cool. Thanks. A lot of them. Yes. He brought back like seven bags of chips. He needs some popcorn. Okay. Um, initial thoughts because yeah. everybody majority had the assumption that Mitch Marner shot a puck that would have gone in the net if it hadn't been dislodged. Yeah. Uh, You know, I thought it would have been really hard to call it a goal. Like, it it would have been anticlimactic, but it would have been the right call. To me, the net is dislodged. The puck goes by the goalie without the goalie touching it. And the only reason it hits Wallman is because he's where the net used to be boy that was a weird fall for him that was a beer league fall just well right he was like i'm net. gonna go behind the net i'm yeah. gonna go in front of the net i'm just gonna eat the net yeah. that was awkward yeah but I, I actually think it should have been a goal yeah i just i i imagine if we were talking about a game four game five right now and it would be the hottest story well, and what if that right in, in a playoff you know, if the leafs would have not come back oh yeah it would be that that's a typical nightmare for the league yeah but, I mean, what do you do? Like, you know, back when my dad was playing, they had the long yeah, moorings no. that, you know. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And the official explanation from the National Hockey League is that there was 
no conclusive video evidence. So do you think puck. it was because they were in Sweden? Like, would they have had more video in well, you know what's a North American building? Is that you know? If, I didn't think about that. If, that uh, don't make no sense. <laughs> if in North America you have the way bigger pegs, right? And in Sweden you had the tiny little holes. Oh, is that? Do they have little four hole pegs? I don't know if it's yeah. four. They're just tiny. Okay. That cannot be uh, seen in, uh, from video, but the. The pegs can, and it helps you guide. I see what you mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where it would have been. Where it would have been. Uh, but they they couldn't even determine where mm-hmm. the posts were. Right. Once it dislodged. Because Walman goes right over the holes in the yeah. peg. And yeah. if you don't know exactly where it's lined yeah. up. You can't have a, any gray area. Within, within a yeah. fraction of, a, of an inch or yeah. a centimeter, it's really hard to be conclusive. Yeah, and that's, that's fair. And that's why they had to turn around. And their biggest fear is that any general manager would come up to them on, on the unfavorable side and go, just show it to me, prove it to me. Yeah. And it's like, that's well, fine we, if it's a goal, we, we can't it. really prove it, but we think it would have yeah. gone in. Yeah. And that's okay if it's, if it's shot in the middle of the net. Yeah. But when you're dealing it's going on like towards the post, towards the post, it's like, like it probably was going to be a goal if Wallman doesn't, you know, knock that net off. But yeah, is what it is. What um, what did you think of Samsonov tonight? You know, I don't know, not just what you thought of the goaltending, but the decision to start him yeah. as well as how he played. Yeah, I, I thought he's fine, and I think he's been fine for a week now. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, I think whatever he's go- going through or gone through, I think he's 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 coming out of it. I got to tell you, with the the shot on the the collarbone, mm-hmm. uh, that looked like it hit. There him. was a part of me going, "Not this again." Please get up. Just just find a way to stay in the game, right? Well, last it, year that it, was a criticism. I forgot about this. Yes, that you were like, yes. tough it out yes. a little bit. But that one, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but it hit him in the chest protector. But he had also been hit in the middle of the mask on a shot like oh, yeah. two minutes yeah. earlier or something. Maybe it was five yeah. minutes and earlier. And I'm glad that he found a way to gut it out. Is that yeah. a good term? Yeah. Can I, I mean, listen, it, it would have been really hard to see a, a goalie get hit in the padding of his chest, yeah. leave the game and go, that's, you know. Wrist shot? <laughs> you know, I'm glad. Wrist snapshot? I'm glad he hung in there. I, you know, he was fine. The Lucas Raymond goal, though, for me. Threw him, right? Yeah, Did maybe. It, go him? it could be, but it's just like, that's one where he's already on his knees as Raymond is shooting it. Yeah. And then so it ends up going under his wing a little bit or under his glove, but I, I didn't love that one. Don't I, love a, also don't love a NHL sniper just standing parked out, yeah. 10 feet from the net and just getting a chance to go barring in on him. But, but I think credit to Leafs and Sheldon Keefe. For saying to Samsonov, this is a big moment, big game, Saturday night, division rival. We still think highly of you. This is, we haven't handed the team to Joseph Wool. You're the guy who makes more money. I think it was a statement start to give him the start. I agree. And do you think like, it's just 100% locked that Wall plays on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah? Have they have now, I don't know if they've announced that or not. I just I think, you know, Keith is pretty good about giving everyone... You know, they went all the way over there. I can't see him being like, come here and watch two games. You know, he started all the Swedes. Yeah. Like, he has a pretty good sense for that stuff. I, I'm pretty. Plus, Samsonov was all dinged. It'll certainly be Wall. Yeah. God, I hope that doesn't factor in your decision. I just think. No, the, that, uh, the like. This is which, the which part? Yeah. Well. There's a human element here. I think it's such a a fine line that that you you want to keep building for Samsonov, but in the back of your mind, you're like, I, 
we really think that we got to keep building wall up too, and you can't yeah. you can't forget. I don't think it'd be the end of the world if Samsonov played against Sunday. I don't think it would necessarily be a statement that uh, we've lost any faith in in no. wall or move it forward. I yeah. think uh, I don't know. I I would. I would lean towards going back to Samsonov again so and let him just start oh, guys, building it makes up no again. Sense. It makes no sense. No sense. Now you're talking about two goalies who you're talking about yeah. basically splitting this year. Yeah. We don't even know who the starter is right now. If I asked one of you guys, yeah. gun to your head, who it is. But if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that... The starter, I would that, say it's Samsonov. That you, you wouldn't have said that last week. Yeah, I would have. I, 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 but I, I'm not, I, wasn't, I wouldn't have changed my mind in 12, 14 games. I, just, I feel I like we change our mind in this it. show every time. I, th- I I envision Samsonov playing 45 50 games and yeah. and Wall to come for Wall to come in and play 30 games I thought would have been very good for him. But I wish I was patient enough to go back and listen to our old shows where we were like Samsonov gets shelled and his confidence is shook and we're not sure if he can play in the league and what are you know Wall's the guy but what, like in, in in 3 weeks you just Pal, came this, to that? this show we had these conversations no. that Samsonov was no longer in, in a good spot to be the goalie. That's that's fine, but we didn't say get rid of him or bail on him. No, no, no one said that. No, but still, given how close yeah. it is between I, these I'm guys not ready and to, the guy, to, to split them up one for one just yet. Right, but they play in 36 hours now. Yeah, it would be illogical to be like, you know, for whatever, what desperate reason would you not give Jason? Wool hasn't played in 10 games too. Or 10 days, too, or whatever it's been now, so. Yeah. Do you, It'll be six. Did, you, was, did someone tell me Willie is on the podium? Do you yeah. not want to hear Willie? I mean, I don't put me in this spot, but, like, <laughs> I, I, I can tell you, you, right, want Willie? Can tell you right now it's not going to be really. No, I want to go to it. Okay. It's, it's probably not, too late now if you want to go. Too late? Sure, I don't know. It's Derek, can we go to Willie? Yeah, go uh, throw, 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 throw it. Throw okay. But, uh, no, it was a great day, uh. For sure. I mean, very special day for for all the Swedes on our team. And, I mean, obviously the history that the Leafs have uh, with Swedish players. So uh, it's a very special day for sure. On the right side, second row. Uh, Merle's from Game Notes. I couldn't help but notice, but the first goal and the third goal came from the blue paint, from the mixer. Is that something you work on or think about and get pucks there and bodies there? Um, I just think that's the kind of the game, the way the game was going for us. Nothing was really clean. Everything was just kind of sliding off our stick or whatever, so we had to get there to get a get a couple dirty ones, I guess. Second row, Andrew. Another game with, with a point. That's every game this year. The consistency to be able to do that and and doing that in the third period after a, a couple of difficult periods for you guys. What does that say about being able to do that again? Sorry? Say to, to continue the streak after what was a cup, tough couple periods. Yeah, look, I mean, the streak for me is now... It is what it is. I'm just focusing on working hard. And, I mean, if there's a point that happens, it happens. But, I mean, the most important thing is, is that we get the win. Third row on the right. Skulle du säga att du känner någon utveckling i ditt spel till den här säsongen? För du har gjort rätt mycket poäng nu i inledningen. Och vad har du jobbat på i sommar? I think it's from... Sweet question here. Tap back in. Bring us back. You happy? You know what I found? Yeah, I am. I am. Okay. I, am uh, I don't know if we're back or not. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. <laughs> I, I hope people could see that. Oh, outfit my was God. That was some mafia. Oh, he couldn't shower fast enough. Hair. Right? Oh. <laughs> he couldn't shower fast enough to get out. A Saturday night in Sweden uh, after a win. Friday. Friday. Whatever it is. 
It's Friday. All the same. Yeah. You know what I found interesting because we had the live feed here uh, in the building is that like they were pumping up the audience, but it was like so like you could have been at a monster truck event in Alabama, you know? I mean, it was no no signs of the Swedish language. It was all English, yeah. you know? It was uh, it was a real... Yeah, it didn't have a heavily Swedish feel. No, there's no Swedish of, feel uh, in that yeah. building tonight. No, I agree. Outside I agree. Willie's presence. Yeah, but, and uh, I mean, Willie's relatives look pretty Swedish. That yeah. was a pretty good... A pretty good uh, Willie's, you know what Willie's relatives look like? Willie. So... <laughs> They're like, oh, it's Graham is going to be going to the game. He never. I was expecting her to look like a hundred years old. She just looked like she was like thirty nine. Yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> knee, knee so, jeans. Well, yeah, he's twenty five years old. How old do you want the grandma no, to be? I, I don't know. When Sam I was not a math major. <laughs> <laughs> when I was twenty five, I guess I, my grandma was older. I guess I had an old ass. Grandma. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, grandma looks great. She's got great looking grandma. Yeah. Now, why, why is like is why is the media so obsessed with this streak? Like they ask him every day, and every day he's like, uh, "We did yeah, this last I, year I don't too." Care. Uh, Mitch. I, I get it, I get it. I don't. Yeah, we, I don't. we did it with Mitch last year with the streak. Yep. Willie's. Is it because it started the beginning of the season? Is this a yeah. different streak than Mitch's streak? Yes. Or is it considered the same streak? Different streak than Mitch's streak. This is so. The, this is a new record from the start of the season. Yeah. yeah. Can we can we we should like establish a stance as a show that we don't care about point streaks. I do. Oh damn! It's why would you not care about a point streak? Sounds, we do just, not agree. It's a man in the NHL <laughs> scoring points every game for a consecutive run of games. That's just, interesting. There's so many, so much randomness, even for great players. That eh, a random point, or you miss a night because your line mate doesn't shoot it in. Doesn't tell us. We're all in the pursuit of what's what's Wayne's record? What is it like? 50? Fifty-one. 51? 51. Yeah, I was going to say late 40s, but... Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, that's a that's a long way to go, obviously. But, like, you can't get to 41... You can't get to 51 without 16 straight, so... All right. Got to start somewhere. At least on the way to Gretzky. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not allowed, Sammy... Uh, uh Not allowed to talk about money or oh, Willie because you just get absolutely go. depressed. Here we go. Because everybody else can <laughs> apparently say that, hey, the price of poker keeps going up, but... To be, to be fair, I'm not allowed to on this show our, because it depresses you. <laughs> in our pre-show meeting where I apparently was talking too much, Borny was the one who's like, we don't have to do it today. We don't <laughs> we, have we to just do it. <laughs> we just did Willie costing a lot of money. Can He's Brad, on the team now. Can, can Red Tree Living uh, not negotiate after this game going, yeah, but what about the first two periods, Willie? I actually think that was a joke in the room as well, was that after two periods, they should go in and offer him 9-5 and see if he would take it. <laughs> but, but after the third, you would not have liked the number it would take to get it I, done. I don't know. Keith's going to speak, so I don't know if we want to go to that live. I don't know when it's going to happen here, but I don't know if we want to tap dance a little longer here. We want to go to break. What do you guys want to do? Go to break? Well, we also think that we might find Luke Fox, but yeah, he's running so, around. Yeah, but he's running them. around. So let's go to break. Yeah, let's come see. back and yeah. see what's going okay, on. Okay, you All heard right. the man. We're going to go to break. Come back. More Real Kipper and Born Leaf Edition. Big opinions and in-depth conversations covering the Leafs, Jays, Raptors, and the NFL. The J.D. Bunkins Podcast. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back here on the Leaf Edition of the Real Kipper and Born Show. And, of course, we are uh, kind of flying off uh, 
seat of our pants because we've never really had an afternoon game before that we watched together and then come on and talk for for an hour about it so we have the option now of going to maybe the podium and getting some of the players and just on break uh jb and i were like uh yeah we can go to Tavares on the podium and Sam saying no 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 we can't go to Tavares and I'm like Sam all right I know he's not hey, the most exciting hey, guy you in guys the world go to Tavares and you I know to Tavares? I know you're hey, the hey, producer hey, we're going to Tavares well obviously it's a tremendous honor to play here <laughs> <laughs> to play in Stockholm Sweden <laughs> all right let's go to him tremendous honor he's the captain it's a tremendous, tremendous honor. 16 so months here, uh, put himself, um, I think, in the conversation with uh, the best players in the game. Um, you know, he continues to show on a nightly basis uh, how dominant he is and uh, the game breaker that, uh, that uh, he can be. And um, just playing at a, at a real elite level, obviously, uh, uh, he's hot right now and, and, you know, leading the way for us. All the way over here on the right, Luke. Uh, John, can you describe what it meant to the team to have Matt Sundin give a, a little pregame speech and, and maybe share what his message was to you guys? Uh, he was fantastic. I think that was pretty cool. I think, um, especially for the Ontario guys that, uh, you know, watched him growing up and, and uh, idolized Matt's and, and certainly all, all our Swedes. So uh, what he means uh, to this organization, uh, his track record and what he did for a long, long time. Um, you know, for me being captain and him being a former captain and, and uh, the way he uh, led the way is extremely impressive and something you, uh, um, you know, you don't take lightly and, and you, uh, you know, idolize and, and try to um, mimic some of the things that he did really well. Uh, obviously a really special player in person. So that was that was really cool. He just had the opening lineup and, and just wished us the best and, and uh, um, just thought we were going to have a great night. So uh, it was uh, pretty cool having him come in. Right side, third row. John, playing in Toronto for a few years. Can you tell us about back, Corey Solomon's legacy okay. back home in the city? Yeah, it's really special. <laughs> We're um, ready to talk now. Okay. Last couple of years, you know, you really started to feel it, obviously. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, was the, that my impression? or You thought that was exciting? I thought the Ontario guys know it was a worthwhile one, not just for the Swedes, but for the Ontario saying? guys. So the Paid attention, everybody else went and taped their stick. It was special for the Ontario guys. <laughs> By the way, John Tavares with that point, uh, three, point, uh, three points tonight. Inside the NHL's top 100 scorers of all time, he passed Bill Kessel for 99th. Hey, Listen, he's been the model of consistency getting his points. 994. It's always around a point a game yeah. with the Islanders, the Leafs. So that's, that's his wheelhouse. I was heartbroken when he was leading the NHL in points. Uh, remember at the time when no one had got any points? I think he had 85 or 6. And Jamie Benn had a 4- or 5-point night with, like, empty netter. Uh, and and passed lost him the for title. The Art, Art Ross, yeah, in the last game. Um, I think we have the clip of Sundin talking yeah, to the, the room. Yeah, the intro. That was really cool. We should do, definitely do we, play that. Do we have that, Derek? All right, perfect. Let's, uh, let's listen to that. It's Keith tees him up, and then he talks at the end. Coming to Sweden here is... is uh, not just us showing up and joining the city and playing the game. And it's not just because we got five Swedes on our team, but our connections here in Sweden with the Maple Leafs are deep, right? There's a patch on your shoulder tonight honoring the life and legacy of Boria Salming uh, for the great player and competitor that he was. Um, but he also paved the way for not just the Swedes that are on our team here now, but for uh, a legend, Leaf legend, Hall of Famer, 
captain and all-time leading scorer, Matt Sundin. Come in here and uh, uh, take a couple of Let's go, boys. Let's go, boys. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. Samson Avinet, Riley, Lagerson, Nylander, Jan Krug, and Domi, boys. Now on. Proud, guys. Have a great day. Uh, you have to say, Yadam I'm going Kruk. hunting. Yadam Kruk. <laughs> I, I could cry. I yeah, meant a lot to you. No, honestly, like, Matt Sandin means the world to me. That's like, awesome. I, and just to have them there and see him in the dressing room and, like, having him around the Leafs, I'm just like, oh, oh it's, it's really exciting. And I, I, people of my vintage, like my friends, like that video in my group chat is just like, I've been sent that by seven different people. Really? It matters. People yeah. love Matt Sundin. Like my era people, of fans. Younger people probably feel that way about the Tavares he's been making fun of. Uh, their current yes. captain. You think? <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> oh, we can do a key for Hey! There we go. Coach Kipper's Clippers, let's go. William Nylander, just a few thoughts on your team's performance tonight coming away with the two points. Slow start, but big finish. Yeah, I mean, we we saved our energy and our legs. You know, we didn't have a whole lot going on in the first two periods in terms of pace and tempo, all that kind of stuff, but uh, found it in the third period for sure and gave ourselves a chance, felt strongly if we scored the next goal that, you know, we have a real good opportunity, and that's the way it worked out. Over here on the right, Luke. Uh, Sheldon, whose idea was it to have Matt Sedin, uh, Sundin address the group before the game? No, we talked about it last night at dinner. Um, you know, we just thought it was a good opportunity to to let him have that moment, and then thought it was it's impactful as well with the group. Just I think the you know the the connection with with Sweden and, and Swedes uh, is 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 strong uh, with the Maple Leafs, and, and uh, to have. Matt's uh, address the group I thought was really, really important and a good opportunity to, you know, sort of, you know, it's, it's a small token, but it's, you know, it's, it, I think it, it gives him that moment too and um, gives him a chance to, to address the group. He's, I think, I mean, a lot of some younger guys in the group and, and all of that, but there's, there's, everyone knows Matt Sundin, who he is and, and then whether it's the Swedish connection or, or Max, you know, there's, there's, there's strong connections there between the team uh, and Matt's and Borja Solming as well. So uh, I think it was, it was a very fitting thing and, and quite an obvious thing for us to do. And, and has your appreciation for the connection between this country and the Maple Leafs changed at all? Is there something you've learned now that you've been here? Well, just seeing the blue jerseys, you know, um, in the crowd tonight, which, you know, I'm sure there's some people that have come in from Toronto, you know, but I, I think a lot of those are Swedes. Uh, you guys might know better than me, but I've, I, I spent a good seven, eight hours walking around the city yesterday on our day off, and so lots of fans from other leagues, uh, or from other teams, excuse me, around the league that, that uh, clearly had traveled over here. Didn't see a lot of league fans, but yet there's a lot of blue jerseys out there tonight. So I think uh, that gives you... A sense and a perspective of folks like Salming and Sundin and those that have come before our current crop. Um, so yeah, for, to that end, it's it's tremendous. I was I was thrilled uh, 
not surprised but thrilled to see that the salming patch on the shoulder tonight. I think that was a real nice token um, to the legacy of Warrior, what he means to the organization. And then, you know, to have sweet like Willie come through for us in the big moments and and kind of carry us through that third period with his line and, and, and the way that they played, uh, it's, it's a tremendous finish. Up front, Matt. And just how special was it to see William rise to the occasion like that in the third period in front of family, friends, all these Swedish fans, his grandmother watching the game for her first time in person? Yeah. Yeah, it's tremendous. You know, yeah. I'm sure Willie coming in wanted to have a night like that. Well, he's had a lot of nights like that um, so far here this season. He, like a lot of our team, didn't have much happening in the first two periods. I don't think he had a shot on goal in the first two periods. But uh, it was clear to me that he had a little, extra, a little extra jump in his step in that third period and started to double him up a little bit. And, and you know, we were still trying to use four lines, but I was trying to use the Tavares uh, line more kind of every third shift and then move the other guys around because I thought they had a little something going. As Willie certainly drove it, but uh, Tavares and, and Bertuzzi uh, were excellent as well. So, you know, those guys obviously came through for us, and I thought our rest of our group fed off that. The Matthews line started to have some really good shifts, had some chances of their own. Uh, so, you know, it was, it was really good, and that clearly that's what we needed in that moment. There are no more questions. Thanks for your time, Coach. Thank you. He did his walking around. Seven or eight hours. Around, just walking around. around. Walking around. I kind of got the sense. He's pissed off. I got, I got the sense that he, he wanted to say more about what he didn't like oh, or yeah. what he might be concerned about, but he, he didn't want to because Coach I don't know keep if his he, mouth shut. <laughs> I don't know. I want, didn't want to ruin the weekend. He didn't want to squash the Sweden moment. Really yes. was yeah. the hero yeah. in the game. He didn't want to go into Sweden and be totally like, agree. Uh, and actually, I, I hated how they played. I, I was listening up there, and I... I would have made a, a bigger emphasis on, like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. We, we've been here all week. We, we start that way. Mm. We looked awful. We couldn't make three passes. Like, yes, it finished nicely. Yeah. But it also was a horrible start where you guys looked disinterested. You couldn't make three passes. Why weren't you ready? Well, the, one simple question. My first question in there was, why weren't you guys ready to play this game? You know, I think... I would love to hear his answer. I think sometimes over the course of 82 games, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, and you've been in NHL dressing rooms and all that, you, you can't always put your foot on their throat. And it feels like in Sweden, in this big sort of unique moment, it would just feel like the wrong time to me to go out there and be like the bah humbug things. You could see him fighting he, it up he there. Did, he did it without saying it. Like I, I've watched Sheldon Keefe every now. game, every morning. I'm skate. glad he was. Not I'm glad he mentioned. Happy. Hey he Willie, you, you didn't show up for two periods. And, and he, he, did he went, not say and that? He went out of his way to specify he actually had no shots for two <laughs> periods. So, you know, like well, he, good on him. But yeah. uh, as someone who had him over three and a half shots, I noticed that myself. So <laughs> very nice. Ended up with five, by the way. Five shot third period. There has to be a little bit of a concern here, and guys. You're 20 minutes away from Detroit going to, what, 21 points. Like, that was a huge... Big swing. That was a big swing. Yep. For the Leafs and Detroit. Detroit had a chance to close out 20 minutes. 
go to what, 21 points? And leave the Leafs at eighteen. Yeah, go to twenty points because they're at eighteen. The Leafs are tied. They were tied. No, okay. He, no, no, no. He, it's they have nineteen. The Leafs have twenty. He, Am I right? Yes, you are. Oh, they haven't updated on NHL. Okay, my bad. So, if we're sitting here doing this show right now, and Detroit finished them off on a regulation win, and they're at twenty-one and eighteen, are we having a conversation that it, are, are the Leafs going to be one of these teams that's just going to be in the mix all year long with a bunch of other teams here, or are they? Are they going to be a team that's you know, right there with Boston and, and running away with uh, number two spot if, if, if they can even catch Boston? Yeah, you know, like I don't see this team, this Leafs team, with Boston start. It's tough to imagine them chasing down the division lead. But, you know, they've won four of their last five now, right? After they've, a really bad stretch. Yeah, they've kind of rebounded a bit here. They've had a tough – yeah, they they – Tampa, Calgary, Vancouver, Detroit here. But have they done it really looking like they're they're kicking it into like a third gear? Saturday yeah, against Vancouver yeah, for I'll, sure. I'll, yeah, I think uh, they, they did on Saturday. I, no, they played great on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't think Demko was <laughs> great. And they were okay. They were good. But I, yeah. I still don't see them as – that was their most complete game. I won't take yeah. that away from them. Yeah. But a, a, a team that we can say is like – Head and shoulders above other teams. No, they got they we're, got work to do. We're not oh, yeah. there, no. and we weren't there today either. You know, when you look around the league, you know, see the Rangers at eleven two and one. You see Boston at twelve one and one. You see Dallas at eleven and three. You see the Golden Knights at thirteen and three. Can I, you know, yeah. like there are some teams that you say, okay, those teams are a little special, a little bit something different. It doesn't feel like the Leafs are in that tier, but they're in the I, next tier. I would say, one. yeah, and you can win the cup from that one. And yeah. there's room to get better. So you just don't want to be giving away points. A regulation win was important, I think, tonight. You don't really was. Because you, know, yeah. you could be in a tie at the end of the year with Detroit, and that could be the difference. Yeah. And what did I tell you for from a Detroit angle with 10.57 left in the game? I don't remember. Call a timeout. Yes, you did, too. Okay. You said the Leafs are, thing is, they stopped playing. Derek needed to call them in and pretend he was on Hockey Night in Canada and say, <laughs> when, when, when we were in Tampa, this is the way we did it. Yeah, well, when you're in Detroit, here's how you should do it. They should have called the timeout in that moment, no doubt about it. I love that controversy. It's like, oh, yeah, they tried to shoot blocker on him. It's like, oh, my God, what a national controversy. So what's the deal on this Off the Rails Friday? We're, go. we're, we're dropping it. You're, you're you're driving it in the ditch. You're not back on our national hour. Gord Stellick, right? You guys got yeah. Gordy's on the other side of the you door. What are you action. going to do? TV? I'm going to go sit with yeah, Carolyn Cameron, Luke Asik, talk about the NHL at large. I, I hate to break it to you, but we're more popular than you, they are. You guys are prime time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been demoted. All right, have a good one. Thanks, guys. And that's it for us on Real Kipper and Born with our Leaf Edition. We're back after these words with Gord Stellick on our national hour.